Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the History Revision podcast. Last episode we looked at the Soviet expansion in Eastern Europe and the response from Churchill in the form of the Iron Curtain speech and the impact of that convincing Truman in particular that the US could no longer continue to be isolationist. Today we're going to be exploring how Truman acted in what became known as the Truman Doctrine and what the Soviet responses were to that doctrine and the martial aid that accompanied it. Now we talked about in the last podcast Churchill and Truman's growing fear about what was happening in the Eastern Bloc that the Soviet Union were using coercive forces, coercive measures, intimidation and vote rigging and that sort of stuff to take over and increase their influence in nations like Hungary and Poland. However, it wasn't just the Eastern Bloc that they needed to be worried about. Western Europe had been devastated by war and was incredibly vulnerable. Uh, and especially when you consider that communism is an ideology that promises to share resources between people in those war-torn countries where people had very little and most of their property and, and their belongings had been lost or destroyed. The idea of everything being shared equally amongst people uh, seemed very appealing. And there were two countries in particular that the Americans and British were concerned about, and that was Greece and Turkey. So f- following the end of World War II, um, Greece had descended into a civil war between its Western-backed government and pro-communist forces. Initially, Truman had decided to keep a more isolationist stance, so that means keeping out of world affairs. Um, but when the British announced that they could no longer remain in Greece to support the government, America decided to step in um, and he laid out his reasons for this in a speech to Congress in March 1947 and what he said in that speech became known as the Truman Doctrine or became the basis of the Truman Doctrine and he promised within that that he would provide aid, military, economic uh, and so on to any country that was threatened by communist oppression. He talked about there being a choice between capitalist freedom and communist tyranny. And he said it was the responsibility of America to be the country to step in and defend those countries threatened by communism. And it's clear in this speech that Truman was referring to those countries who were trying to resist a communist takeover like uh, Greece. And it committed America to a policy of containment. That's a really important word, containment. And what that means is an understanding that America couldn't do anything about Soviet influence in the Eastern Bloc, in Eastern Europe. Those countries were already lost to communism for the time being. But what America was going to do was to make sure that communism could not spread any further. It was going to be contained within the territories it already occupied. So for countries who were in a pretty difficult situation and threatened by communism, so that was Greece, that was Turkey, but it was also very prominent Western European countries like France and Italy who were in economic dire straits after World War II and they had strong communist parties. Um, This meant that America was going to go in and support those countries to become more prosperous so that they could resist the rise of communism. Now, the Truman Doctrine is a set of ideas. It's America's commitment to a policy to contain communism, but it's not necessarily the practical reality. And we talk about this expression of there being two halves of the same walnut. And the Truman Doctrine and martial aid 
are those two halves. They go hand in hand. They are part of the same process and that process of containing communism. So in 1947, when Truman sent uh, General George Marshall to Europe, he became incredibly concerned about the situation there. And he saw that a lot of these countries could turn to communism if support wasn't offered. And he therefore proposed what what became known as Marshall Aid. And Marshall Aid would be uh, loans to countries threatened by communism to make capitalism more prosperous, to make the countries more prosperous, and therefore to make capitalism more appealing once again. Um, The first two countries to receive Marshall Aid were Greece and Turkey, and those two countries received $400 million from America, and in return, uh, Turkey allowed America to establish bases, missile bases in Turkey as well. And it was very successful. Uh, That $400 million prevented the communists from taking power in Greece, and it also prevented Turkey from falling under communist influence and providing them with things like a warm water port, which is very important because Russia was uh, really only had access to uh, ports that froze for large parts of the year. With the success of that policy, martial aid was then uh, proposed on a grander scale, and in the end, $12 billion dollars was recommended to be spent on the war-torn countries of Western uh, Europe to help them recover after the devastation of the war and to prevent the takeover of communist parties or communist um, rebels in those nations. Now, at first, Congress was a bit resistant. As we've heard, Truman was convinced to end US isolationism by Churchill, by George Kennan, and by uh, General Marshall, but Congress hesitated until in 1948 Czechoslovakia fell to the communists and it was at that moment that they agreed that this money was needed and they ratified they agreed to give Truman this 12 billion in martial aid to send to Western Europe you may remember a cartoon you saw in class of the the worried looking man labeled Western Europe with the shadow of the bear the Russian bear coming towards him and the picture of a congress delaying and that's all about this delay in giving martial aid because it left Western Europe vulnerable to Russia until they got that support now perhaps unsurprisingly uh, the Soviet Union didn't react very positively to martial aid and in fact Stalin labeled it dollar imperialism And what essentially he was accusing America of doing was creating an empire by throwing its economic rate around. So it was using this money to gain influence in Europe. And you can see that to a certain extent because America got, uh, did benefit from martial aid and those countries that benefit, uh, agreed to accept it because they got free trade with them. They were able to sell their produce there and they were able to gain them as allies as well. Um, Stalin refused to allow the Eastern Bloc countries to apply for martial aid and that therefore created more of a divide between East and West. Um, You now have this economic divide to go alongside the political divide and ideological divide that we've already seen. Um, He also responded with his own political union matching the Truman Doctrine and his own economic union matching martial aid. So Common Form, or the Communist Information Bureau, which was the political uni- union of Eastern Bloc countries, was an organization which had its aims to tighten Soviet control in Eastern Europe, to build heavy industry there, and to create a trade network between communist countries. Comicon, on the other hand, was the Council of Mutual Economic Assistance, uh, and that um, was planned to give aid to Eastern Bloc countries to keep them happy 
although it was never that effective because the Soviet Union didn't have the resources to give to those Eastern European countries. One country in particular that Stalin was unhappy about receiving martial aid was West Germany, and that received $1.4 billion in martial aid. And he was particularly unhappy because he'd wanted Germany to be a weak nation. He was worried about them invading the Soviet Union again. And now, not that long, a couple of years after the Nazis were defeated, suddenly we see America pouring money back into Germany, which raises the alarm bells in the Soviet Union because they fear that that could restore Germany to its former power. And if they are in their former power, then what's to stop them from trying to reinvade the Soviet Union and causing more death and destruction? However, martial aid was very effective in preventing the spread of communism in Western Europe and and created economically strong democratic allies for the USA because it unified those nations who accepted uh, martial aid. However, it clearly strained relations between the Soviet Union and America and its allies because it divided them economically, the West prospered as the East did not, uh, and also martial aid was able to be used as an effective propaganda tool because it was able to show, look, if you come and support America, if you become an ally of America, look how well your country will do, look how far you will prosper. Um, And they just looked at those Western European countries that recovered so strongly after the war to prove that. And so we have this union just to tie this all together between these two ideas off the back of Soviet expansion that fear created as a result of the potential spread of communism even further Truman creates the martial aid or the Truman doctrine and martial aid and those two things unify to very effectively contain communism in communism and prevent in Europe sorry and prevent it from spreading any further than the eastern bloc next we will discuss how these early tensions eventually spill over into the first major confrontation of the Cold War, which was the Berlin blockade and airlift. Thank you for listening.